0: Log Talk Radio. Let's keep it.
1: All right. I am back. I am back. I am back. Hopefully my my co-host will join right back in. Yes. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Hi, sweetheart. Can you hear me now? I can, beautiful. Okay. Okay. So I had um, set up the the show on my phone in the car because I was running a little behind time trying to get home, and now I'm home, so I had to log out and log back in onto the computer. But anyway, hallelujah, it's a new day, it's a new season, it's a a blessing to be able to join with our our um, listeners in the airwaves once more and again, forgive the technical difficulties at the very beginning of the show, but we are here, we are grateful, and hey, sweetheart,
2: how are you? I am wonderful, beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm at work right now, but we're going to work this thing out because I'm excited about getting on the show today to talk about some hot topics. Okay, how are you? I'm great.
1: I am great. Um, I had um, what has really been one of my hot topics and on the forefront for me is dealing with God's strategies. Um, I have just really over the past few months had really kind of been inquiring of God about some things in my life and just the the timing of God and why things are happening the way they are and happening at this appointed time, et cetera. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for God's grace as we wait for his timing, which is something very, very important for us to realize is that God graces us in that waiting period while excuse me we are believing for the manifestation of things to occur. But when things start to occur and start to unfold and it's in a, a time frame within your natural life that seems odd to you, it's okay, okay, just to ask God about his timing, and because you don't want to miss God. So you want to make sure that what you're experiencing, what you're hearing, what you're, what you are sensing is of God. So that's really, really important. So as I was, like I said, I've been asking about some things for a few months now. And just this past week, he spoke something to me. And it, it really, it was just like, revelation for me, and the light bulb went off, when he said to me, your testimonies are for a specific time and season in your life. And so the trials and the tribulations that we go through in our different seasons and the things that we are seeking him for in different stages of our life, at the time frame that it materializes, At the time frame that he delivers you, at the time frame in which you can see the blessings of God unfolding, and it gives you a testimony. Every time we walk through a trial, that's another testimony to help us to overcome the enemy, to help us to overcome in life. Remember, Revelations teaches us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And so when God said that, your testimony is for an appointed season of your life. So things that have unfolded, just for me, like um, even the, the testimony of finding out who my biological parents were, for that to happen to me now in my 60s, when I've wanted it all my life, was a mystery for me. I think of the past. Three months or so, two or three months, and the testimony of what I've walked through with my husband and his health issue and how God raised him up and healed him and did so many miraculous things within his body, it's a testimony, but it's like okay i'm just i'm I'm trying to put this together that's how my mind works. I need to to try to understand the why of things. I leave the hows to God, but from my mind, I try to understand the why, and so the timing of God is really important to me. So when he said that, it just, I promise you, sis, it was a light bulb that just went off. Your testimonies are for the season of which you're walking in. And I have decreed and declared that this is my now season for my next. This is my now season for my next. I am now 65 years old. In the natural, most people look at 65 as retirement age. But I'm looking at it as my now season for my next, this is for my next phase of life, the the next of where God wants to take me. He's He's even in in my my entrepreneurship eyes. Like I'm at a place right now where opportunities are being presented to me, and He's connecting me to other like minded kingdom people, and He's putting me in these groups, these groups of large followers that are like-minded kingdom people that could really utilize the the vision that he's giving me for kingdom influence. And it's just amazing. But again, all of these things are happening because this is the season of my life for these testimonies to occur. And so that's kind of what I wanted to put out there um, and hear your your feelings about the season that you're in and the testimonies that you're walking through right now and, and how it equates to your current season, how your testimonies bear witness to the season that you're in with the Lord at this point in time.
2: That's powerful. Since you know where I am right now, that's really something that you said that just the other day. I kind of was wrestling with myself, you guys, because I'm 58 years old, and I still feel like I have the soul of a youngster sometimes with my thinking that it's not a good thing. But at the same time, I thank God for just the spirit of youthness sometimes at my age. But since you know I am one, I, I get bored, you guys, very easy. I like things that kind of keep my attention and just different things like that. So the other day I was kind of wrestling on my job. I work at the meat department. I'm a meat cutter now. But I've been wrestling with myself about it because I'm like, oh, you know, they mess with my schedule sometimes. I have to do nine days straight before I get one off day. Then I get work two off again, work seven straight. I was get really discouraged. And this was a word that was spoken to me. Tanya, your season right now is you're like Jonah in the belly of the whale. I was like, mm. what? See, what you don't know about Jonah is he said I kept him there because he was still fighting me of what I, what I was truly trying to do for him in that season, in that moment. But when he accepted it and understood that no matter what, it was going to be God's way, then the well spirited him out, and he began to live. That's normally where I, that's where the Lord told me I am right now, you guys. But my belly of the well is the meat department, he told me. And what people don't realize is he, he's protecting me there. He's giving me provision there. He's giving me everything I need there. And he let me know. It's not going to always be the way you want it. You know, I was having my little spiritual tantrum because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I get, I'm tired of working these Saturdays. And, oh, y'all didn't work me on a Sunday. You've got to be kidding me. That's it. I quit. You know, that's always been my word. And the Lord is saying, you ain't going nowhere. You're going to stay right there. Mm-hmm. Because what you don't know is this is your purpose and your season to stand and trust me, even through it all. I have you just where I need you in this time, in this season. And I didn't get that at first, Seth. But I find myself, you guys, by me working in the grocery store, and I promise you um, shelves are getting cleared and different things are going on. And please hear me. I, I see the meat delivery and different things is going on. But I thank God because now I realize that he has me here in this place, in this season, in this time, to be able to use the gift that he's given me, and that's my mouth. And that's also to let people know it's going to be all right. That's also to let people know where's your faith at. That's also to let people know, he said, even in famine we shall be fed. Because you would not believe how many people panic around me about the food situation and what's going on. But today, since I experienced something, it was a white man that came up with this Oriental lady, and she was asking for something. And all of a sudden he looked at me and he says, you have a spirit of God all over you. I, see, I looked at him. He said, I can see his anointing over you. He
1: mm-hmm. said, you
2: just light up. And, man, people don't realize, again, he has me just where I need to be for myself. Mm-hmm. As I be able to witness to others, he still sends those on, the, on my pathway to let me know, you're right where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So that's where I am right now, and I know it doesn't seem good to people because people go, but when Jonah was in the belly of the well, what people don't know is the Lord said to me, how many other people are still in the belly of the well, but they're still fighting mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. I have set forth in their lives. They're still mm-hmm. in the belly of the well because they're still not getting over their past circumstances. They're still fighting in their family members. They're still going through. They've been divorced five years ago but still challenging that divorce, you're still in the belly of the whale as long as you're doing that. Hmm. But what he let me know is, but when you understand, Tanya, that this is my will and my way, and I challenge that. I don't, not challenge, but I'm stubborn, stiff-necked a lot of times, you guys. I, I, I fight that sometimes. That's why God has chose for me to put me in my season where I am. And I thank God for it. Because I realize now it doesn't matter how big the platform Every day I ask the Lord to allow him to use me, according to his good works, for his pleasure, not Mm -hmm. mine. So it means for me being in a grocery store, I'm not going to lie, Seth. You know, I thought I was going to be a million-dollar book writer by now. I ain't going to lie. I thought I was going to be doing a couple other things, and I made some wrong detours in my life. But God still said, even though still have you, I'm still protecting you. And you're here because there's still lessons that you have to learn. So that's where I am. Peace out. I hope somebody can really uh really understand where I'm coming from, but I thank God for it. Amen.
1: Amen. Do you find, do you find as he is speaking these things to you, do you find solitude, solace, not solitude, solace in his words, where they comfort you um, to know that you are where he would have you to be at this hour?
2: Yes. And there, I'm so grateful for that too, sis. So thank you for asking, um, asking that question because, You guys, there was a time in my life I just could not find no peace and no solitude, and the word was spoken to me through a powerful, two powerful women of God. That was my grandmother and my mother, Atkinson, and I just wanted to hear them say it all the time, but now God has taken them to heaven. I I don't have any choice, again, but to hear what God is saying to me. Again, I'm just so grateful because he just gave me that word a couple of days ago, and I cried about it because I was like, man, I'm still oh, I want to get set free. I'm just so ready. And God was saying, no, not yet. You're right where I need you to be. And for this gentleman to come in tonight, and his wife said, look at her. You just have the spirit of God all over you. I thank him. I thank the Lord for his confirmation. And, yes, mm-hmm. sis, he gave me my peace today. Because I was mm-hmm. really in a ruckus <laughs> last couple of days, you guys, about my schedule You know, sometime I got to close, and I just want to be off. It's beautiful days, and the holiday seasons are coming. And he, again, God confirmed, again, that he's still working on my behalf, and I love him for it. So, yes, I do. I get so much, so much peace now when he speaks to me, and I love it all the more. Yes.
1: Amen. Someone had posted in one of the groups I'm currently that I just joined um, the other day what, what are you thankful for? It, you know, just to to give give God some glory. And what are you thankful for? And my response was for the grace He gives us during the waiting. And I, I you I know, that. that is what what came to mind. It was like when I look back over my life, waiting for this moment, waiting for this season, and waiting, God has graced me. He's graced my life, you know. Um, He's graced my life with faith, to believe that this season would come, to believe that, you know, that that God is a God of his word and he will prove himself in our lives, to believe that if he spoke it, it is. It is. You know, we always look at things in the future tense, but, you know, he has given us the power and the ability to shape our atmosphere, to shape um, our presence in this earth realm. Why are we here? We're here to carry out the will of God. And so when we try and rush things, when we get so caught up in I'm tired, just basically what you said, because we every one of us walked through that. I'm tired, Lord. I should have been to other places. I should have been farther along in life than I am right now. My marriage should have been different. My children should have been different. My bank account should have been different. I'm tired of the worry. I'm tired of the stress. I'm tired of, of trying to make ends meet. I'm tired of the weight being over me. All of the I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And if we stop to think about it, wait a minute, God has graced you in every moment. If you accept his grace, He's graced you with the patience. He's graced you with the revelation knowledge of how to deal with your family. He's graced you to make ends meet because He is your provider. It's not about you. I have a tendency to speak out and to say everything is on me, but that's a lie. Everything is on God, and I gotta re- and I, I have to consciously stop saying that. Constant, con- continually stop feeding the lie, because that's what that is. That's a lie that will play over and over and over in my head. Everything is on you. No, it's not. Everything's on God. I'm just an instrument. And he always comes through. So if we change our our perspective, if we change our words, if we change our thinking, then we come out of that rut. We find that contentment that Paul talked about. That he could be a content in abounding and abasing, when all is good and when it's not so good, he could find contentment. Why? Because he found that place in God where he got that grace, that gracing. You know, here's another thing that that God has really talked to me and dealt with me on in dealing in the midst of His strategies. We are His glory bearers. So if If we are there to bear his glory and to be the example to the earth realm, then we have to allow his glory to manifest. It manifests in so many different ways in our life. The man saw the anointing of God on you. That's the glory of God. Because you embrace being in the bell of the well the belly of the well, you embrace that place that he's got you. For so long, I felt like I was on the backside of the mountain. But there was a reason. There's a building. There's a shaping. There's a molding. I was watching something the other day, and this gentleman um, had a good word, good teaching about kingdom entrepreneurship, definitely good, but then he got caught up in himself. (laughs) in my opinion, because then he started saying that, you know, nobody else was teaching this, nobody else was doing this, and that's why God brought it out of me. And I'm like, the same thing you're teaching. I've been teaching since 2005. And he's like, nobody. If somebody else, would, he said, when people come up to me and tell me, "Oh, you know, I, you're, I, I believe the same thing. I'm teaching the same thing." And he's like, "No, they're lying. Because if they were, then why didn't I find them when I was looking for this?" And I thought to myself, "You, you, you gotta, you gotta check yourself, sir, because there's a I will, I will. lot of us." That are in that vein, like like God told Elijah, that seven thousand that ain't vowed their knee to bail. The same thing He speaks to me. It should be a universal word.
0: So I can
1: never get to that place where, oh God, you only told me. Don't nobody else know this.
2: I you love come it. On.
1: Yesterday we were at at church. And both Apostle Harding and he had a, a guest there and both of them talked about the now season. I told my husband last night, I said, I almost jumped out of my seat because that's what God has spoke to me. This is my now season for my next.
0: You better So what come that on.
1: said to me is I, I'm in the vein. I'm in the flow. I know. I shouldn't be
2: the only one that hears it. That's exactly right. But you know what, sis? I've learned something, though, and, and I mean this. You know, a lot of times the Lord had given me a gift of prophecy to speak to people, but it wasn't for my ears. It was only for their ears only. I thank God for every time he speaks a word, and I don't care what anybody says. I truly believe this from my heart. God always has sent a confirmation. Every time yeah. he gives you a word, yeah. I believe confirmation yeah. comes. And especially he knows the time and the hour that we're living in that we so need to know that we're confirmed not mm-hmm. because we know his word is not true but it, it it just it just makes me be at awe with him even more because you know it, man these guys i would have never thought i would say i'm okay in the belly of the whale right now mm. i i would never have thought i said that i when he gave me the word i was like lord really and he brought he took me all the way back to it. To my life when I went into the world, how he protected me and how he blocked things, you know, and it was so weird because the guy, you should, you know, my, my daughter's father,
1: mm-hmm. and it was
2: almost like when, when, when he got on the ship and the ship start rocking and everything, they were like, what have we done? We haven't done anything. And he was like, it's me.
0: Because mm-hmm. I was
2: supposed to do what God told me, it's me. They were like, throw him mm-hmm. overboard. Exactly. Get rid well, of I thank God, yes, for throwing me overboard. I thank God for all the people. At first, when I was going through it, I felt like an outcast. At first, when I was going through it, I felt I, that God didn't love me, that I wasn't loved by people, that I had fallen so bad that I couldn't get back up. But God mm-hmm. was letting them throw me out because I kept trying to go into the wrong land. Wow. in the wrong place, and he kept allowing people to reject me, and I thank God for that moment of rejection. I thank God for every moment when I I went to groups and different things, and I tried to attach myself, and it, and God would not allow it to be so. Hmm. So where I am right now, I am so grateful, sis. And you know, as a matter of fact, I promise you, because I was just on my knees before I got to work, and I was like, okay. I done fought this thing a couple of days now, Lord, please help me. I don't need to keep going to my job, being that one. And it made me realize something. I have a new coworker, you guys, a youngster that's under me now. And and he was kind of upset, and I said, what's wrong? He was like, I just don't like the way they're treating Miss Miss Tanya and Miss T. And I don't like that you got to, I went, hold up a minute. Okay, let me tell you something. That was me. I was having my spiritual tantrum. Understand where I am. We have good bosses, and they have not wronged me. I'm just having a spiritual tantrum because I'm not having my way right now. So Mm. I just need you to know the difference, son, because I want you to know that you're in a good place right here. And if Mm. what I have done, this attitude that caused you not to go after what you felt like you came here for, I told you you're in the right place at the right time. God has me in your life. And I said, I want you to know something. I apologize again to you. Because I need you to know the difference. I'm just having a little tantrum right now. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I'm in a good place. And and they have spoiled me. And I think that's what it is. They've spoiled me. And now right now I'm not being spoiled. So mm-hmm. it's okay. I'm just letting you know. And he smiled at me and I said, I gotta keep it real with you. I can't mm-hmm. I, I, I can't go on the radio and, and, and tell people something and I'm I'm being a hypocrite or a fake. I'm just having right. a tantrum right now. I'm sorry you had to see that tantrum. But you're really in a good place. And I thank God for that, you guys, now, Amen. where I am in my life. I never thought I could be able to say that, sir. And and it's okay because the Lord let me know. You're still making money. I, I don't care if you work nine days straight. I've given you the strength to get up every day, to come in refreshed, every day, to be able to have joy, every day, to be able to speak to these customers like they have some sense, every day. I allow you to do this every day. You don't wake up sick. You're not coming in stressed. You're not coming in worried. Every day you got somewhere that you can come home to and you have to, you can lay your head. Thank you, Jesus, for a husband that can say, by the time you get off, don't you worry about it, baby, because I'm here when you get home. Man, let me tell you guys something. Since I'm so grateful to Mm -hmm. where he has me, because I'm going to tell y'all something, because when I got off that beaten path, my path should have led to death. But Mm -hmm. God had another way. And another time for me, and guess what? He's given me life. And now I realize my latter days are becoming greater than my first. Amen. I want to say that. Amen. Amen.
1: You know, that's powerful. And that was an incredible lesson that you taught that young man in your humility to admit that, hey, baby, no, 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 this is just me. And I don't want you to fall prey to my mess. (laughs) Okay? Yes. That's phenomenal.
2: Yes. That's so and important. It makes you, you know, take time. I'm sorry. I said that's so important. It is. You know, we, you guys, we have to realize something. You know, we're not just standing as uh, a light when we're in our meetings, our special meetings and church and before the dignitaries and our friends that are Christians. And, you know, we have to, you know, we know how sometimes we do. We have to live a certain way and talk with such etiquette and, you know, like, you know, we've never fallen Beside the wayside, like we've always been saved, but mm-hmm. I want you guys to know something. It, it It's it's at your most humbling, humbling, most humbling experiences. As my brother was talking at time when he was on the radio, he said that was my Damascus experience, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like we should all ask God for one of those. You know, mm. because I'm telling you something of. You know what I told you? I, I bring it by burn a burning bush, however you want to. You can let the refrigerator talk to me. But as long as you talk to me and as long as I know that it's you, then mm-hmm. having that moment with you, having that experience with you sets my soul on awesome. I'm just so yeah. grateful, you guys, because I remember there was a time during this season I would have fallen into depression and feeling mm. like, we're, oh, my God, I'm, I'm I'm over it. I don't want to live anymore. I did not fought hard enough. And, Man, look at my life now, and look at God. Yeah. When he put me, my new boss is a man of God, and a gifted Mm. man of God. And I was really shocked to know. And even the favor, so the Lord let me know, the favor is still there. Amen. Don't ever think that the favor is not there. You're just not having your way right now. See, I love Mm. when you talk to me like that. You know, come out of yourself, and then then he double whooped me when my my young coworker, the one I, I took under my wing, because literally, you guys, he's only been with us two weeks, and he looked at me and said, But "Miss T, I just don't like the way." Oh, oh, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't get you the wrong. Okay, don't wrong look at impression.
1: that. Let's yeah. act like yeah.
2: Don't act like that even existed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let mm-hmm. me uh, understand your auntie, and you're gonna see me probably uh, cut up a couple more tantrums. I'm here to roll around. I'm getting older now. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you get older, you kind of want your way a little bit. You know, you, mm-hmm. you want it to work out even more in your favor. You don't want to have to sometimes go through nothing, and you feel like you already went through some things already. But I realized, like I told him, I'm here for you, and I'm going to make sure you get what you want before the Lord tell me it's my time to get out of the belly of the whale. Mm. So if I'm not here for nothing but for you, then I realized that. But when I step out the meat department, you guys, when I'm not cutting meat and I'm out there straightening up and I'm talking to different people and, I, and, I, and the Lord's letting me just be able to minister to them. And it feels so good when it doesn't matter what color people go, you know what? I love you. Thank you so much just for being awesome. Mm-hmm. I really needed that. Well, you know, there was a time I would have patted myself on the back and I don't know what I said. To God be the glory. And I Amen. just not look up to the heavens and smile and say, Lord, I love you. Thank mm. you for using me.
0: Because mm-hmm. of what I've
2: been through in my life, most people say I shouldn't be used by you. But mm-hmm. you still mm-hmm. did this mess, and you still dressed it, and you still yes. love me, and you still honor me. And I'm so grateful, sis, and I thank God every day for his gratefulness. So I hope I'm not repeating myself, you guys. No. I just want you guys to know no matter where you are you know what I'm saying? I know sometimes we tired. You know, we got a dollar store job and probably working at McDonald's. I'm tired of doing that. But God said, just like you, sis, your season, your time, it's here. Your moment is here. Don't be fearful. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. But I will mm-hmm. tell you this. Don't you move until God tell you to move. Amen. That's very important, okay? Yeah. Because I promise y'all I was cutting up. I'll go, I'm getting ready to leave. And the Lord said to me, you get ready to what? Mm. I said, I'm getting ready to leave. They give me this jacked shift, and he, that's when he told me you need to sit down somewhere.
0: Mm. You
2: can't look. Jonas was only sucked up in the belly of the wheel once. You don't want to have to go there again, no, sir, I don't. No, okay. Lord, no, I don't. Okay, what you say? I got it. Okay, I love you okay. too. Okay, I'm better. I'm healed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God has a way of putting us in our place, like oh, oops, screw. Yeah, yeah. And the way He does it. Please, please, please believe me. I don't want him to have to really come down. I'm getting it now, y'all. I used to be so hard-headed. I'm like, ooh, I hear you. You ain't got to shake the house and say that to me twice, okay? I hear you. So how do you feel about it, sis, though? I I hear, I'm so grateful because I've, I've been knowing you for many, many years. I have seen where the Lord has taken you in a place, you know, of many great things in your life. And it just, you know, just I was on Facebook earlier, and I was reading the post that you had, and I I had to laugh about it. I wasn't laughing at you. I was just laughing at how spiritually the spiritual growth is in you and how you were able to get straight to the point without even using one cuss word. I was (laughs) like, Lord, she's good. Look, I was like, you know, if that was me, Lord, okay, you'd be having me right back into detention. Look, spiritual detention again.
0: Because I've been in
2: slipped and you did it in ways that you got your point across, but you did it with love still. And I think I feel like that is just so totally awesome. So where do you stand right now in seeing what God is doing and just the excitement and the um, anticipation, and I know he's showing you more and more because that's what he's giving me in my spirit. That he's even beginning to give you visions and um, different skits of what's soon to come. So, how does that? How do you? How are you aligning that? What he's giving you now, and and, and, and folding it into your life for things to manifest. Did I make that clear?
1: Yeah, so you know what, it's um, it's kind of a, a strangeness about it, to be honest with you, to be really honest with you, because I think that we psych ourselves up for things not to happen. We wait and we wait, we have anticipation, things are said, things are done, and you think you're just about there that it's getting ready to happen this time, and then it doesn't. And so, you know, you suck it up, and it's like, okay, Lord, well, in your perfect timing, yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? But then when it actually materializes, it, for me, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, it leave, it's leaving me in a place of awe. Like, I knew it was, but now I really know it is, if that makes sense. God, I know who you are. I know your word to be true. I know you are a God of your word, but now I really know, if that makes any sense. Because um, I think that if we're honest with each other, we psych ourselves out, even though we have faith, we psych ourselves out to say maybe more than it will more than, yes, I know. It's more than, well, maybe he will, or this could be, instead of professing and claim. no, this is. This is it. This is the season. I've been saying it was coming. It is here. It is now. You know? And I won't take that down. I won't take back from that ever again. He showed me something. This is this. I'm being transparent, right? So, you know, he's starting to bring back, like you said, to my remembrance things that I asked for. And I changed my confession over the years because I shrunk the vision, not because God shrunk the vision, but because I got into that place of, well, if I could just have just this little thing here, if it can be just this right here, then it'll be okay. I'll be comfortable with that. And I was, I, it, I believe it was last Saturday. Um, I was on my prayer prayer meeting where we're going through this book about prayer, um, and I was talking to the prayer team, and God brought something back to my remembrance as we were talking about what we have faith for and what we're believing God for and how we get to those places where we devalue ourselves. We, we believe that we're only valuable enough to have this little corner. We're only valuable enough to have this little thing over here. And and because we keep getting bombarded with, you know, how much more important it is to serve God and to, to be a witness for God and to be this and to be that and not to, be, you know, don't get caught up in this prosperity gospel. And don't, you know, don't, don't think of yourself more than what you are, you know. And I know the scripture says that. But the scripture says that in context of don't ever think that you are above God. Don't ever get like Lucifer where you think that your throne should be above his, where people should be worshipping you. Don't ever think that much of yourself. But God never said for us not to to desire the finer things, because why? We're created in his image and in his likeness. And he is a God of excellence. So we should be living in excellence. So as I was talking, I brought up the fact of what I had said God dropped us in my spirit, okay, and there was nobody but him. He dropped us in my spirit that years ago I asked him for a retreat-style home. I wanted a home big enough that I could hold retreats in, my own retreats. With enough bedrooms, I can invite people and we can do a retreat right there. That I could have a garden in the backyard with a creek running through it, that there would be these trees and these places where you could go out in the back and just commune with God and with nature and the beautiful landscaping and whatever. I painted a very vivid picture before God of what I wanted. And I stood on that for a very long time. And then recently, I found myself saying, well, you know, we're older now. I don't need all of that. All I, You know, I don't need a big house. I just, you know, maybe three, four bedrooms in case my family wants to come visit. but it could be small. Da, 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 da. And when, when God brought back the vision to me as I was talking to the saints, I was just like, the devil is a lie. I still want my retreat style home. I still want to be that blessing to others.
2: I Amen. I still want my yacht.
1: There's things that I have in my, my, my vision board that I still desire, you know. And I was like, and I've been listening, I've been listening to um, this book the past couple of days about um, helping people to understand the lies that um, the enemy has told them. About who they are through different stages of their life, through different relationships they've had in their past. But the one thing that stood out to me, and I I started to renounce it actually since today as I was rushing back here from Costco to get on the show, and it was just like you know what the devil is a liar. I'm going. I am going to believe for what you the vision you gave me, because it's a much Amen. bigger reason than who I am. Sis, you know I have a whole development that God gave me, remember Jehovah Jireh
2: state. It's all. I do, and you know, you know what, sis? I'm gonna tell you something, and I believe that that's gonna take place in your life because, you know, Lord gave me a long time ago. The reason why a lot of things have not happened for people is because it's their own selfish desires, and we think sometimes we trick God when we pray praying for things like we can make it seem like we it's all about him. But he knows our hearts. He does. He knows when it's all about you. So I'm sorry I don't mean to call nobody out. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna put myself on the um burner to let you know. There's many a times I don't know where, how I thought I was gonna trick God. You know, what I'm sorry to say and give me what I want. And sometimes we we're so early that we you know, we do it. And Let me tell you something, sis. I have never in my life met a a not-selfish person. You're definitely one of them. I've always seen any time the Lord has ever blessed you, whether it's been financially, physically, or whatever it is, that you have not blessed others. And that's why I I, I tell people anywhere, anytime, my sister always got a place with me because I promise you she has opened up her door to a multitude of people. I ain't going to lie to y'all. You guys, I'm not a good roommate. My sister will tell you, I keep certain things a certain way, and I, I'm better. I'm better than I was. But when it comes to you, sis, you have just been so selfless when it's come to so many people that you've loved, and I love you for it. And I, I'm i excited, and I'm ecstatic of to see where God is getting ready to take you, because I know in my heart that wherever you are, I'm there. So, mm. I mean, I don't mean to say that selfishly, but I know if it's a big house, I can enjoy it. If it's a yacht, which we have, which we have. I remember one time you guys, when the Lexuses first came out, the sports coupe, it was my sister's birthday. It was your birthday, sis. I'll never forget this. And God bless you to to drive a brand new Lexus for your birthday. And you came up to that church, and you put me in that car. It took me for a spin around the block. So let me say something to you. I thank God for all the moments of the good people that has truly seen me through the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Again, because it's going to happen for you. I remember. I remember what you said your ship's name is going to be. Um, I, I remember how you said you wanted the land. And having many houses on it about the retreat, mm-hmm. so everything she's saying, you guys, is true. And I guess I want to just double be a confirmation because I know that God is getting ready to bring it to pass. And so, because then you guys are go, oh wow, I remember them talking about that on the radio. That's that's true. And I thank God for it. It's never too late. I used to think, Lord, it's over for me. Look what yeah. how it, what what age I am, and God said it still ain't over.
0: Exactly. One
2: person. One person to walk in that grocery store. One person to say something. One person that can listen to us on this radio station and say, mm-hmm. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. One person. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. And I believe that God can move just like that. So I'm going to keep standing yeah. on that faith thing. Not just for myself, but for you and all the other ones that trust in God and been holding on for a while. Don't give up. You Amen. know, I realize, like you're saying, so there's so many different stages to this walk. When yeah. you think that, okay, I'm ready for that blessing, then he checks you and you go, then I didn't know I was selfish. Just <laughs> is the very person that you don't like to ask you for some money. Mm-hmm. And if you got to struggle with it, you ain't ready yet. I'm sorry, y'all, mm-hmm. you ain't ready yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those, you don't believe me, but those are sometimes some of the things that you go through.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh,
2: Lord, if I had that money right now, Lord, I you know I bless people. Okay, I need mm-hmm. you to go over there and get such and such uh, right. 300000 What? No, Lord, no. She talked about me. I don't even like her. Mm. She ain't even a Christian. Mm. He, there you go. There you have it. But when he said, I need you to go bless such such, I don't like it, Lord, but okay. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. So let me say something to you. Before the blessing, ask God for the preparation to receive. Amen. So that you can be ready that when it comes, you'll be in full arms of receiving, no mm. delays, no denying. And that's what you're asking for,
0: just mm-hmm. just
2: the heart to be able to receive with no selfishness and, and to be self-blessed, I'm telling you, because when it comes to God, when he blesses you, he's not blessing you for you. I mean, he is. You can you can have some benefit of it,
1: mm-hmm. but it's
2: for his pleasure and his glory. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes.
1: And what we forget is he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So, yes, it is his pleasure and his goodwill to bless you. Yeah, That's what he wants. Excuse me. What yes. mother, yes, what does. father does not want to see the prosperity of their child?
2: Amen. That's what it's all about. To... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh-huh. what it's all about. Right. And you know, you guys, and something just came to my spirit says, I heard a couple of people go, well, what about the people that are not Christians and the, the people out there that seem like they're getting blessed all the time? You don't fret not thyself for the evil doers of iniquity. That's not for Thank you to you. worry about. Thank because you. I'm going to tell you guys, I had to tell a couple of people one time, God had to check me because I was like, I go to church all the time, Lord, and I'm praising you and I'm doing what you're telling me to do. And such and such over there ain't doing nothing. And man, they got this. Blah, blah, blah. the Lord said, so set me down Had me open up the word that I had never Seen before and said I bless who I want to bless I curse who I want to curse Why? Because mm. I am the Lord without God and there is no other I said you got me mm. twice, You ain't got to tell me twice amen and thank you Jesus And mm. I, I promise you That's how I felt my soul tremble So, so all I'm saying up. to you I, is Don't yourself I got another, one for, you, I
1: got another one for
2: you the wealth
1: of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. You want them to be wealthy. You better,
2: but that's your money. Huh, you better come out. I'm mad. I, you know what? I know it to be the truth. And even if I don't, I realize now, the Lord, when you take me home, that as long as He can say to me, "Serving a job well done," well, that was my. That's my gold. Yeah. That's my. That's. That's the reward that I really want. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear him say depart from me. I did not know that. I him. know that's right. But I want him to say, Good and faithful servant, you remember that mansion you said you wanted that bed and breakfast mm-hmm. is right over there. You better come on, Daddy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? <laughs> come mm-hmm. on with it. And it may not it may not be in this lifetime. But he said, But in my father's house
0: mm-hmm. there
2: are many mansions. And I'm gonna tell you guys something. He showed me, because when I in this vision he gave to me, I was like, "Whose house is this?" I've seen some stuff, and when I I remember telling my godmother, I'm scared. I said, "Lord, I did." I told the dream. She said, "Oh wow, you were in your father's house, hmm. and I want you guys to know it is beautiful. Hmm. It is very beautiful, and so much to look forward to." You've never seen diamonds and rubies and sapphires fires and pearls like you've seen it there. You've never seen porcelain and gold and white the way you see it there. You've mm. never seen water to the purest of form. And to be at his feet, because I remember, I couldn't see his face, but I was at his feet. And I remember just saying, oh, wow. And he say, "Come by the quiet, quiet streams in the still waters. Come talk to um, me, um. man. Let me tell y'all something. That is something to behold. So why you sitting there and it's okay, chalking up your worldly, earthly blessings? Because he, I believe, he promised us he would, while we were on this earth, he would bless us.
0: Mm-hmm. Count it
2: all, all joy.
0: Mm-hmm. That if
2: it's not here." He does have something for you in heaven, so be encouraged and look up.
1: Amen. Amen. You know it's
2: it's it's a
1: phenomenal thing when you understand how valuable you are to God, your place in Him, and the the depth. Like Paul said, the height and the depth, the richness of His glory and what He has for you. You know, um, we 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 gotta stop devaluing ourselves. We gotta stop this um, false humility. <laughs> okay, I, listen. I told you, God told me the reason I like the bling so much is because it reminds me of home. Amen. Oh, <laughs> it reminds. you. He, he was so clear. It was I was sitting. i at a conference a few weeks ago, and I was just looking at the ladies' rings because I love them. You know, I, I'm drawn to it. And I was like, oh, my God. And there were so many around me, and they just had beautiful rings, beautiful wedding rings, et cetera. And I was just like, God, that's, this one is pretty, and that one was pretty, and that's what was just going through my mind, right? And he said, do you know why you're so drawn to this, so drawn to to the the diamonds and the different jewels and stuff?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, no, I no, no. Actually, I just know I've always liked it. And he said, because it reminds you of home. And I was just like, oh, my God. Because just as you just described what our father's house is like and the jewels and everything, that's home. That's home. And so, you know, why shouldn't we desire the things that belong to us? The the guest minister that was speaking yesterday was talking about um, as, as citizens of the kingdom, and this is something that I've talked about myself quite a bit. Um, as citizens of the kingdom, there are benefits. We are always looking for benefits on our job, but there are benefits to being a citizen of the kingdom of God. There are benefits to it. Don't don't shuck your benefits. Don't not go to um, your healer when you're sick because you don't think that you have benefits. You can't afford it. Your healer is God. If there's a need in your life, go to your benefactor because you're a citizen of the kingdom of God and you have benefits. They belong to you. You know, I'm really big on covenant. There's the, the covenant is so much greater than just a blessing. And it's a legally binding agreement with you and God. He made it with Abraham thousands and thousands of years ago. We would be his people and he would be our God. And he is still standing firm in that covenant, in that relationship. So let's stop devaluing ourselves and thinking of what we don't deserve or can't accomplish or can't have. And let's believe God for what he has said about us. Speak your future. Shape your future with your words. And as you do that, pull that future into your presence. So that you're living it, you're you're breathing it, you're walking it, you're experiencing it—the here and the now. Why? Because God said it was yours. Because God Amen. said it was yours. All right, sis, give Amen. us some
2: prayer. Give us some prayer, please. Before um, the Lord, um, I ask the Lord to lead me into prayer in the name of Jesus. If anyone out there has not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, now is the time to do so. And it really is, you guys, I'm not telling you it's simple, but it's just about opening up your mouth and confessing of your sins and admitting that he is Jesus, the Christ, our Lord, and there is no other, and asking him to forgive you for your sins and inviting him into your world and your life and your every day, your finances, your job, with your children, if you're a wife, a single mother, however it is, just trying him. Just like if you tried on some new clothes, it's not like that. If you tried some new food, it's not like that. Because this is a flavor and a savor that never goes away. And I believe once you try him, once you're going to always want to try him. Two, the Lord also gave me while you were speaking, sister, let you know, you guys, don't look at every, everybody else. Look at what God is doing in your life. It's so easy to get off track right now and
1: mm-hmm. seeing other
2: people in their, their seasons of blessings, but you don't know how far they and what they had to go through. You only see the top surface, and if you just met them or you've been knowing them, you don't really truly know their struggles and what they've had to go through spiritually to where God had to get them to the place of now. So, again, concentrate on what God is doing in your own lives. Don't look at anybody else. That's why it's so easy to get off track. But to say this and to say that, I love you guys, and I'm praying in the name of Jesus that the peace of God, the love of God, the strength of God be upon you, that he would give you the peace that you need to be able to stand in these times that we're living in, that he would give you joy and he would give you in place of that sorrow and that the prosperity is not always financially, but the prosperity of your health. Is wealth, you guys, and the prosperity of your mind. Just to have a peace of mind is every bit of worth it. It's worth more than gold. And I thank you, Lord, for all the listeners, those who are listening now or later on that something about this show, something that my sister and I said by keeping it real with them will make them want to change or turn their lives around. And for those out there, Lord, that's having a Jonah experience right now, Father God, like I am, just just in the belly of the whale, let them know that they're there because you're protecting them, you're ministering to them, you love them, and you want to bless them. But sometimes he has to block all things, close all doors just to get our attention. It's not because you don't love us, Lord, it's because you do love us. And we thank you for our experiences with you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just wanna be able to praise you when all those things are going on, if just one. Lord, I thank you again for the many listeners and bless their heart, their finances on their jobs, marriages with their children, wherever it may be. I'm praying for all my coworkers around me and all their families in the name of Jesus all my family, my loved ones. In Jesus' name, I thank you guys for being so awesome, listening to us for these several years. I pray again, reaching out to you, talking and speaking to your soul, that you will be blessed to not only just for today, but forevermore. And to Jesus come. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. 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 All right, guys, well, that's our show for today. We thank and praise God for once again being able to join with you in the airwaves to meet with you. We pray that you have been blessed um, as we have been just in sharing with you. you. You don't understand that we are building up our most holy faith every week when we come to you and we're sharing with you because God has to speak it to us before he can speak it to you through us. So we just thank and praise God for this time and this opportunity to share with you. So with that being said, sis, have a blessed, blessed evening at work. I just pray that it will be sweatless victory and Lord willing. We will try to be here next weekend. I, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what my weekend holds next week. My husband lost his baby brother this past weekend,
2: so oh. we may need
1: to be in North Carolina next weekend, but um, if we're not with you next weekend, we will definitely be with you the following weekend, and if God say the same, then we'll be with you next weekend, but you guys be blessed. Yes, we love you
2: guys.
1: Glory of God on your life. Amen. Amen. All right, sis. Be blessed.
2: Love you much. Love you, beautiful. Bye, you guys. Same God time, same God channel. Yes, ma'am.